Lack of sleep has been linked to heart disease. But what are the biological reasons for the connection? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is back and has this story. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. Dr. Michael Turi is the director of the National Center on Sleep Disorders Research at the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, part of the National Institutes of Health. So, Dr. Turi, this study focused on sleep's effects on heart disease. Can you just explain to us how big of a factor sleep really is? Sleep is what regulates all the many chemical processes that organize how well our body parts work together. It's kind of like the timing belt or the timing of a mechanical or gasoline engine. If the parts don't work together, then it runs less efficiently. And so sleep, getting on a regular schedule, sleeping seven hours a night for most adults, and the quality of our sleep are all very important to make this work. And how many of us don't get that recommended seven or eight hours of sleep each night? The Centers for Disease Control have conducted studies asking people all across the country, and it turns out that 20 to 30 percent of adults in every state of the country appear to report not getting enough sleep. As I understand it, this NIH study was examining how a good night's sleep protects against heart disease. Tell us a little bit about this study and what was found. This study was done by a group of researchers that are supported by the National Institutes of Health at Harvard University. And what the study discovered is some new evidence of how poor sleep quality, that is disrupted sleep, not sleeping consistently through the night, how that can influence how well our bone marrow is working to produce new blood cells. Poor sleep increases the production of a blood cell called monocyte that's important for immune systems. Poor sleep causes the production of a type of blood cell that at high levels can actually damage our blood vessels. And it's important because in people, this damage is called atherosclerosis. The damage accumulates over a lifetime. It raises our blood pressure, and that high blood pressure makes the heart work harder. Maybe you could just expand on the length of sleep versus the quality of sleep. We need to sleep on a regular schedule each night, ideally sleeping seven to eight hours a night, and to have that good quality of sleep. So for many people, sleep disturbances can come from not sleeping in a comfortable room, or there may be light in the bedroom. There could be disturbances from many different causes, and some of these things we can't manage. But the discovery that these different parts, this is just yet another connection among many connections that have been reported, is helping us understand why this is important for us to consider taking steps to protect our sleep. And sleep apnea is also a common condition that intersects with heart disease. That's true. We previously found in studies that when we have difficulty breathing during sleep, that difficulty breathing alerts our mind. We wake up very quietly, wake up very slightly, but that sleep disturbance is a form of stress, and that stress, increasing stress hormones, elevating our levels of adrenaline, make the heart work harder. It affects our metabolism and how well that works, and there's a cascade of poor timing of the chemistry of our cells, as well as the stress from the sleep disturbance that all are associated with increased risk of cardiovascular disease, heart attack, and stroke. 
Obviously, striving to get a better night's sleep is the first course of action, but do you foresee some eventual treatments down the road to deal with this as a result of this NIH research? By defining a better understanding the nuts and bolts that connect these parts, by understanding which specific chemicals are contributing to the disease problem, we're developing tools physicians can then use to treat and manage these disease conditions more effectively. Dr. Michael Twery, Director of the National Center on Sleep Disorders Research at the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute. Do you have any place online where you recommend people learn more? If you Google NIH and sleep research, you will get many listings to our various pages. The NIH produces information for patients and for researchers to consider about sleep. There's also information on the CDC sleep websites. Well, thanks again for joining us today. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That's it for another edition of InfoTrack. If you'd like to learn more about our guests or topics, or listen to past shows, our web address is InfoTrackRadio.com. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by Pear.com. Thanks to this week's contributor, Roy Mackey. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack.